Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, fam. Welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. This is such a highly requested episode, and I am so excited and honored to bring you my guests of the hour, Jane and Byron Younger. They are my parents, and if you're a longtime listener, then you've definitely heard them on the show before. They are special and full of wisdom, and they're hilarious. They are so funny, in fact, that you guys have fallen deeply in love with my dad and my mom, but my dad is pretty freaking funny. On Instagram and Instagram stories, people recognize my dad, Byron, on the streets in Erewhon, and they come up and say, are you the balance wands dad? And he is a Leo. He's a triple fire sign, so he loves the attention, even though he pretends like he doesn't. And all of this to say, they are back today. It was their first time at Dear Media with me, the new studio where we record the podcast out of. So they were very proud because this is a step up. It's a level up for my brand. And it was special for me and very full circle for me to bring them there and to also spend time together without Atticus. Because ever since he's been born, I mostly am always with him if I'm with my parents. So we had a really fun day. If you saw on Instagram, we went to the Beverly Hills Hotel after we recorded this. My parents got cocktails. I haven't had alcohol in five years, but it's something that they love to make fun of me about. But they also support me so much. We're just, you know, this is our dynamic. They're so much fun. They're so full of wisdom. And this episode... We talk about a lot of things. I wanted to really run the gamut with them because they have so much wisdom and also funny and fun backstories to share about my life. So we talk about them being grandparents. We talk about expectations versus reality of me as a mother. We talk about their anti-aging routine and we get really open here. Like they do so many holistic things with me and they've also done some cosmetic procedures in the past. We talk about all of it. Oh my God, what do we not talk about? We talk about Atticus's personality. We talk about best memories of me as a child. We answered a bunch of questions that you guys sent in and we go deep. 
we go deep. They are the most supportive people in my life. They're my best friends by and large all the way around. I am just so in love with all the conversations I get to have with them. And I hope that you enjoy it. They are phenomenal. And with that, let's get into the TBB tip of the week. I'm actually sitting here looking at my crystal collection. Jonathan pulled a bunch of our crystals out last night because we had some friends over. And my TBB tip of the week is do not underestimate the power of crystals. They hold such an energy, such a frequency, such a high vibration. And when you find the types of crystals that you love and that bring a specific energy into your life that makes you feel really good, I think it's just such an instant mood boost. It's such a productivity hack to surround yourself with beautiful crystals because they help hold down the energy field for you. Also, if you use the crystal shungite, it is really helpful as an EMF blocker. So I have a bunch of shungite around my computer and then I have all this beautiful rose quartz surrounding me. And I feel like when we're surrounded by beautiful things, we just are inspired to work harder, to be in a deeper creative headspace, to be more flowy and get into our feminine energy. So that would be my tip of the week. I know I'm doing wellness tips of the week, but I think like self-care, wellness, it all goes hand in hand. So that's my intro for today for my parents. And with that, I want to head right into this episode with my mom and dad. I hope you enjoy. I love you guys so much. What do you guys think of this new setup? Love. It's great. Yeah. Super Very professional. I mean, imagine sitting at my kitchen table with like Hudson brushing against the microphones and Atticus crying and all that stuff that we've done before in the past. I mean, before Atticus was born, but just imagining versus this. How cool is this? Yeah, this is great. Big upgrade. Level up. Level up. Yeah, you moved uptown. I did. (laughs) I'm moving on up in this world. (laughs) So everybody is so excited for you guys to be back on the podcast. I think it's probably your fourth or fifth time on the show over the years. Mm, Probably. Close. Yeah. You've both had individual episodes and couples episodes. We're such a trio. Everyone knows us as a trio. We are. In fact, people are shocked that I have siblings and that you have other kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because the three of us just kind of have always done everything together. And now there's Jonathan and Atticus. So it's what the five the five of us five of us plus it's plus yeah yeah so let's kind of start then by just explaining our family because I think our longtime listeners they know the family I've talked about it on the podcast we've done blog posts about it but let's just kind of explain the family because it's confusing it's even confusing to people like Jonathan who still <laughs> call my siblings oh like your aunt your uncle <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who wants to explain take it away. Byron was married before (laughs) and had three children who are now 56, 54, and 46. And from those three older siblings, we have four grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And then we had Jordan together. Pre-grandchildren. Yeah. Pre-grandchildren. Second, yeah, I'm not going life. in order here. Life, but yeah. yeah, and Byron had a new life with me. <laughs> we got married 38 years yeah. ago and had Jordan 
almost 32 years ago, and she had Atticus seven months ago. Yes. And so now we have five grandchildren, and I can understand the confusion because there's such an age gap between you and your older siblings, so it it's like another family. Yeah, and I think people get confused when there's divorces and remarriages because Jonathan likes to joke that in our family and even in our extended family, everyone has been married twice and everyone has a mom and a stepmom and a stepdad. And it's like, oh no, like that cousin, that's not the parents of that person. And Jonathan is still like wrapping his head around it. Five years later. Because he comes from the most just traditional, everyone's married. They have two kids. That's it. Yeah. But we're just unique. We're just a mixed bag over here. (laughs) The younger. Yeah, because everyone wanted to know from you guys, which we're going to get all into me as a mother, you guys with Atticus. That was kind of the inspiration behind this episode was the two people closest to me, other than Jonathan, to talk about what it's like seeing me as a mother. Mm -hmm. And so everybody wanted to know, how do they like being grandparents? And I was like, well, wouldn't you believe they've been grandparents for 25 years? (laughs) Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Both have. Yeah. People are surprised about that. I know, especially because you're both so youthful which is another topic that we're going to get into today. So why don't we just get started with talking about me as a mother. I had Atticus seven months ago, and all of our lives have changed for the better with our little angel baby around us. The new star. And he's perfect. He's the new star. He's a star seed. He's an angel. So what were your expectations of me as a mother? Let's kind of start there. Daddy, you start. Well... I mean, we were wondering how that would turn out, you know, because you've never had to worry about too much in your life. So for me, I'm very pleased on how you have performed with Atticus. I mean, it was, you know, it made me wonder in the beginning if you were ready for children at this point. You know, mm-hmm. so, When I first told you that I was pregnant. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, you what know. was your reaction when she first told you? Yeah, tell well, us your reaction. I mean, it was like, I thought it was too soon in my own mind. And, you know, were you ready for that? And, you know, all those worries that parent has. So you took all those worries away, the way you have performed and how you are such a good mother and the attention you pay to Atticus. I mean, it's just nice to see. That's so sweet to hear. And everyone listening, a compliment coming from my dad is a very big deal. Like (laughs) these these compliments don't come easy and they don't come often. Okay, guys, let's talk about one of my favorite topics, which is plant-based nutrition. I am such a fan of Saqqara Life because feeling our best, I truly believe, starts with what we eat. Saqqara helps you live a healthy, balanced lifestyle and truly enjoy it with delicious, plant-rich, transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living in your best body. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine, and they are on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. 
Zakara gives you the tools that you need to transform your life with the organic, ready-to-eat meal delivery service and their functional wellness essentials. So I've been such a huge fan of their meal delivery service for as long as I can remember. I've known the founders of Sakara since my New York days when I was the blonde vegan. They're incredible. But what a lot of people I feel don't necessarily know about Sakara is their functional plant-rich wellness essentials that help you create a body that you love living in. From their best-selling metabolism super powder to the foundation, which is their daily supplement packs, Sakara's products are designed to help you support your wellness goals anytime, anywhere. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash blonde or enter the code blonde at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash blonde to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash blonde. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, a creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. But yeah, when I told my dad and my mom that I was pregnant, which was within, what, five minutes of me finding out that I was pregnant, I said, well, I told my mom. We had a moment of excitement. We can talk about that. This was on FaceTime because they were in Sacramento. I was in L.A. And then we showed my dad. I'm like holding up the positive pregnancy stick on <laughs> FaceTime. <laughs> and he stared at it and goes, pregnant. <laughs> really? And then that was it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you knew that's what I wanted. And then you you quickly came around to it, which is a testament to both of you always being so supportive to where I feel I'm ready in my life. Let's not forget I'm 31, but I think because I'm the baby in the family by 14 years plus, everyone always thinks even, you know, every, not just you guys, but I mean that I'm just sure, this kid. child. Yeah. <laughs> and like my, my nieces who are 18, now 19 and 14, they always thought I was like their age growing up with right. them. And I think that's just how the whole family sees me. So to remind people, no, I'm, I've been on my own for all these years. Believe it or not, I keep my house in order. I take care of myself. I've been working full time for 10 years. Like I'm an adult and I'm married. So I was ready. Yes, you were. I yeah. think one of our big concerns was your Lyme disease. And yeah. we were worried how that would be affected. And if you were physically ready for what it takes to be a parent, that was my biggest worry. Right. Just in terms of energy and yes. all takes that kind so of stuff. so much energy as you see yeah. now. <laughs> so what were your expectations? So I, I was concerned, but cautiously optimistic and like dad, yeah, worried. Are you, do you really understand what it's going to take? But like dad said, we are very pleased and happy with how, how it's turned out. And, Thank God, because the yeah. baby's here. So yeah, <laughs> yes, I knew I would blow you guys away. I mean, I've wanted to be a mom since I was a child. So didn't you kind of know that I was going to have a maternal instinct? Yes. Yeah. But, but you know, it's hard to know what a child is going to entail until you have said child. Of course. I mean, you're very fortunate to have a child like Atticus, who is so good. I've never seen a baby 
Never. And, you know, ever. It's like he has, has the personality and it's just never cries, always happy, which is basically like gets that from you, in my opinion. But I don't think anybody understands what it's going to be like until you're there being mm-hmm. a parent. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's just, it's not easy, you know, it's tough. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's nothing easy about it. And I know that I don't even have the most accurate view because Atticus is an angel dropped down from heaven. Truly. And now I have two people here that can back me up because I feel like anytime a mother says this about their child, people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though my audience knows that I'm honest and I would tell them, you know, these are the hard parts and I do tell them. How perfect is Atticus? Can we just talk about this? Well, he's very unique. You know, you don't see that that often. You know, you just don't. Yeah. I feel that way too as a grandmother that when I tell people, oh my God, he's amazing. He's perfect. He's so good that they're thinking, mm-hmm, of course you're saying that. So well, every, grandparent, yeah. every yeah. grandparent or parent saying that. That's why I don't talk about it a lot with other people because they'll just look at you like, yeah, right, you know. Totally. Yeah. That's why the compliment coming from other people is amazing. <laughs> like when he's been around lately, just super extended family, friends of yours, friends of mine and people. I mean, to be honest, every single person says best behaved baby I've ever met, never seen anything like it, happiest baby I've ever met. Like Everyone. how much How much does this baby smile? Well, right. I mean, Constantly. just walking down the street when I'm pushing him and older ladies want to see the baby and they look and he smiles at them and everything. Most babies don't do that, you know, yeah. and they're, they're like, oh, he's so happy. I mean, it's just yeah, amazing to see. I know. I think he's a healer dropped down from heaven because he does heal everyone that he comes into contact with. And when Karina, our incredible nanny, she'll take him to the park and they look at the duck pond. And every day she comes home and tells me all the friends that he made, all of the older women who say like, this made my day. This healed something inside of me. He's truly, he's just like this little light being of joy that makes me feel so proud And he was born that way. So I can take some level of credit for having like a really calm pregnancy. And I put so much intention into the way that I act around him and his aura. I protect it at all costs. But also he was born that way. He was. Until you were on the way to the hospital. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. I mean, oh, my God, the birth. If he came out so calm despite the birth being legit chaos. That says something. Yes. Yes. He is truly amazing. Yeah. And everybody does say that after meeting him. Oh, beyond. So we talked about then your expectations of me as a mother and kind of how I've been so far. Let's talk about when he was first born and you first got to see me as a mother because you didn't know until then what it was going to be like. And you were both kind of concerned, like you've said. What were your initial thoughts then? When, how long did it take of seeing me with him for you to be like, okay, she's good? Immediate for me. I immediately felt relief when I saw how bonded you were with him immediately and how well you took care of him immediately. No more worry. 
Not that I had worries, but I had concerns when you guys first came home and the sleep deprivation and Jonathan being tired. You know, I mean, it was like a little chaos there. Yeah. And I mean, That's you were lucky common. to have us and have your mother so give you guys a little relief there. But in the beginning, I was... I was wondering, you know. Yeah. I mean, that was the craziest time for sure. Yeah. And thank God you guys live right upstairs. So anyone listening who doesn't know this, we live in a building in Brentwood and my parents live two floors above us facing different directions, as Jonathan always likes to point out. He's like, no, it's not like right above. It's like, you know, around the corner. But it's the I don't really live with my in-laws. Yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest gift. It always has been. But having a child... And having that help, I can text you guys at, and in the beginning, I would text you at 6 a.m. and be like, come down. And this was hard. I was just thinking about this. I remember saying to you, standing at the door and Atticus was like four days old and handing him to you. Like, I remember saying, I don't think he's supposed to be separated from me, but I really do think I need like three hours of sleep. And that sleep deprivation is real. Yeah, it's so real. It's so real. And that was the hardest part of parenthood so far. And then we were in the hospital and that was, you know, that was hard. That was scary. Back and forth, you Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I knew he's different than other kids because he would go in this little like blue incubator thing for the jaundice for 23 hours out of the day. And of course he cried and he hated it, but there was something about him that was very old soul. It was very, he could just handle it. He was like, fine. I mean, you saw him. Yeah, he was basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we would he, take him out and then he'd be smiling like a Buddha and he was like four days old and that's just crazy. Amazing. So I've been can, smiling ever since. I've yeah. been smiling ever since. And he has a special bond with both of you that is out of this world. And we can also say he has a special bond with Papa. Papa. Like they are like two in the same. Yes, yeah, my buddy. I know. know. Tell us about the bond. Like this is Yep. Not how my dad rolls, you guys. He loves all of his grandkids, all of his kids. But you and Atticus, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, no, I mean, he's just he's just so happy to see me when I show up. Because you always wonder, you know, I'm, I go back and forth to Sacramento. And then he, you come back two weeks later. And, God, is he going to forget who I am or remember me? And, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. I know. He sees Papa and his little legs go crazy <laughs> and he gets so excited. Kicking. And the funniest thing ever is that when he was still really young and his personality was just starting to really be shown to us and he would make noises and stuff, he would do this thing where he yells at Papa, <laughs> yells at Papa. And now he does it all the time because he's a feisty Sagittarius and... He just knows, like, Papa's going to rile him up. Papa does rile him (laughs) up. Yeah, Papa's feisty. Amps him up. The fire sign, boys. The fire dog. Yeah, we're going to talk about astrology (laughs) on this podcast. But he he was so little, and he would be, like, this little smiley angel with me and my mom. And then he would see Papa, and he'd be, like, rah! Like scream at him. We have videos. I should put them on my story when this comes up because it was so cute. Do you love just being your feisty little wild yeah, self no, with him. I mean, it's fun. It's kind of like he likes it. I like it. It's mm-hmm. like he'll yell, I'll yell, he'll he'll yell back. I mean, it's kind of like his way of communicating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You finally He's very met playful. your match. He's very playful. He's so fun. And social. He's so social. He I is. mean, 
him at the birthday party the other night, the family party. Mm-hmm. He made everyone happy. Mm-hmm. Like he's not one of those kids, babies who's afraid of elderly people. He's crawling on our 90 year old cousin's clothes, stuffing his hand in his mouth. Like it's just amazing. Guys, I am so excited about my new sponsor, Element. I have been such a fan of Element for so long. Electrolytes are so important for everyone, even if you're not an athlete. But if you are like me, a busy mom on the go who gets dehydrated very easily, then having some extra support with electrolytes can go a very long way. And then for people who maybe might have a few extra glasses of wine at night or just like to have their morning workout to keeping an active lifestyle, it is important for all of us to keep our electrolytes balanced. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. That means lots of salt with no sugar, which you know I love. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, which is 1,000 milligrams of sodium to 200 milligrams potassium and 600 milligrams magnesium. It has no junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, and no BS. They are formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited to anyone following a keto, low-carb, or paleo diet. It helps eliminate headaches, like I said, with myself, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and other common symptoms. And I really love using it. I like to take it kind of like midday is my go-to. Some people like to have it in the morning. Right now, Element is offering our listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That is eight single serving packets free with any Element order. That is such a good deal. It's a great way to try all eight flavors or to share it with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash balance. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to drink. D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash balanced. It is totally risk-free and you have nothing to lose. Check it out. There is a new health and wellness hack absolutely taking the world by storm that we have got to talk about. Taking a shot of good quality olive oil every morning has a wide range of well-researched health benefits and people are going crazy for it on TikTok. I know I've seen it all over TikTok. And Will Grove just launched their new plant-based protein powder out of California, which includes extra virgin olive oil powder in the formulation. You can get the benefits of extra virgin olive oil while you drink your daily protein shake. I like to mix it with spinach, blueberries, almond milk, ice, spirulina. That is always my go-to. And it will give you brain fuel, energy, antioxidants, muscle repair, and it has no fillers whatsoever. It's available in vanilla or chocolate flavors. I like both, but everyone knows I'm a chocolate girl. And this new formulation is from wellgrovehealth.com. So you can use the code BALANCED at checkout for 20% off your protein powder with extra virgin olive oil powder and a free protein shaker for a limited time as well. That's code BALANCED, B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D, at checkout for 20% off your first WellGrove protein powder. I love supporting California brands, and I also love that their protein powder includes over 20 grams of high-quality pea protein, and it tastes super good. So head to wellgrovehealth.com, use the code BALANCED, and enjoy. Let me know what you think. Tag me on Instagram when you try.
could make the whole podcast about Atticus, but I'm going to, you know, <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I don't get you guys here very often. So okay. the people want to know. I actually want to pull up the audience questions, although I have a lot of my own questions for you. But there's a couple here that I really, really loved. Okay, Gracie McRae, Grace McRae said, what is the most Jordan thing each of you do these days in your life? That's easy. Take supplements all day long. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that is, Jesus. You know. Would you say the same? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's like, Every four hours, you're taking 10 or 12 pills. I mean, and pretty soon, you're taking them morning, noon, and night, and then before you go to bed, and it's kind of like, Jesus, I just did this. Yes. I mean, it's just, yeah. Well, you guys are reverse aging, as people have noticed on Instagram. So I really wanted to ask you and talk to you about seeing the holistic doctor that we all see, our Chinese medicine doctor. I got so many questions on here. How do did you get your parents to do what you wanted them to do, a.k.a. see the holistic doctor? Because as we know, a lot of our parents are set in their ways. This man right here being like number <laughs> one, like I'm not going to change type of mentality. But slowly I've chipped away at you over the course of at least a decade of my obsession with health and wellness, if not longer. So let's talk about seeing our Chinese medicine doctor how did I convince you or how did I inspire you to do that? Well, Jordan is relentless. <laughs> she will <laughs> never stop. Grind you to death. <laughs> exactly. Whatever it is that she's wanting to happen, she never gives up. So she had been talking to us about going to see her Chinese medicine doctor for months and just daily, hourly, minute by minute. So basically wore me down and I decided to go just to appease her thinking, yeah, I'll go one time and whatever. That's probably going to be it. So I made appointments for both your dad and I. And of course he canceled <laughs> at the last minute after talking to Jonathan about it. Oh, Jonathan. <laughs> But I decided to go really just to appease Jordan and mildly curious and, okay, let's hear what she says. And I was immediately floored and trusted her. This particular doctor, Dr. Song, is just amazing. And she's also a in medical intuitive, and she picked up on so many things that she could not have known about me. And I just... I just instantly trusted her and felt comfortable with her and ended up telling my husband that you got to go. This is for real. This, yeah. I, I trust her. You, you have to go. And he did. And then he did. I did. I mean, it's, it's very, hey, I'm a dinosaur. So, you know, you go to this person and it's hard to buy in in the very beginning, but... She saw things that, you know, I knew maybe I needed work on. And so I kind of, it, it took me a while. You know, I went and did what she said. And she put me on some diets and no alcohol for a while. And, you know, all those kinds of things. And amazingly, you get used to eating that way. And we continued to eat that way. So she 
kind of grew on me and you start to believe what she's telling you. It's the method of how she does it. It's, it's just hard to, for me particularly, to buy in. Yeah, because she does nutrition response testing. There's so many different names for it where you stick out your arm and basically your own body will tell her whether or not a supplement is needed for you and also the dosage of each supplement and also what kind of ailments you're working with and what you need to detox. And I think something that helped you trust her was that she was correct and and certain health issues that you've struggled with started to improve, like really started to improve. Yeah. No, the body doesn't have. lie. So what started to improve? Well, I mean, a lot of people ask me, do, what, do you feel better? Do you... and not particularly. I can't say that I have more energy or I can't say that, yeah, I immediately started feeling better because I don't, I don't feel that. But like with my prostate and some of these other things, she, after the testing that I go through every six months, started to see results that makes you believe, you know? Yeah. Like, for example, your prostate numbers went way down for the first time. They'd always been going up for the last however many years. Mm-hmm. And you have to get them checked multiple times a year. And they've always been on the borderline, you know, making sure they're not cancerous. I think that's so common, isn't it? Like yes. men over the age of 70, it's it's the percentage of men who ha- yeah. who struggle with that. Well, if you live long enough, they say every man will have a problem. You right. Know? Yeah. So what about... If you were the anomaly and you're doing this preventative medicine and the numbers are going down, like I for the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah. That speaks for itself. And you love to say that you don't feel any different. But for those of us around you, like you look different. You've lost so much inflammation. You never needed to lose weight, but photos of you from a few years ago, you're more puffy looking. There was more alcohol in your life and a different diet. And now you're just radiant. You both are from the inside out because it starts from the inside and you've detoxed. You both had COVID in the beginning, like when COVID was the worst strain. I think that was another motivating factor was she detoxed us from the remnants of COVID. Yeah. And now she always jokes to me because I've been like over here, I had a baby for six months. I didn't see any of my doctors. I just didn't have energy around me to take my supplements. I was very focused on Atticus and just getting through the day. And so now Dr. Song will joke to me, your parents are more detox than you. They're healthier than you. You need to follow their lead, which is kind of amazing that the roles have reversed. Yes. And I just, yeah, I could have never believed a few years ago that you guys would be on these routines with me. And I'm so happy. That was my main intention in my life was like, get my parents on holistic preventative medicine because I've been so sick. You guys know I've been so sick. I've learned so much. Those of us who have a chronic illness, they say we get our unofficial PhD. And and then I bring you to these incredible healers that I've found and it would be it would be a disservice to not see them. So <laughs> thankfully I'm relentless and you trust me. So yes. Yeah. And then now, okay, daddy bases his life off of his supplement schedule. We'll be in Hawaii and he'll be like, yeah, I'm having fun, but I would rather be home taking my supplements, you know, more regimented. Yeah. (laughs) And I just love, he's the perfect person to follow rules. Rule follower, like, 
plan follower. And it's really, it's really working for you guys. You've yes. recommended it to all your friends. We have friends going. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you look amazing. I'm so, I feel just relieved yeah. that we're going. I feel that she is going to prevent some things that would have happened to us otherwise. I think health-wise. so. Yeah. And I think the same for me. I mean, definitely. Yes. So happy about that. Because everyone wants to know, like, how do your parents look so amazing? My mom just turned 68. My dad is seven. You're almost 76, right? Yeah, next month. So it's next level how incredible and youthful you both look. So the other thing we wanted to talk about here was other, like, cosmetic procedures that you've had. Because we do, mm-hmm. we do it all over here. We do holistic <laughs> medicine. And we, then you guys are, you know, you're like the trendiest, most stylish people that any of us really know. Oh, and you, you know about all the hip and current cosmetic procedures that are non-invasive. And then you've had more invasive ones as well. So just give us the lowdown. Well, years ago, I did <laughs> cosmetic surgery. I went to like 40 years old. I had a brow lift. I had my eyes done. I remember being like five years old and you guys were like, mommy's going to have some staples in her head. And <laughs> I was like, I was terrified. You were terrified. It was, so, it was, I was terrifying. I know. So I mean, sad. your whole face was black and blue. I remember the whole thing, but it worked. You look, so you know, it worked for you. I look back and think, God, I can't believe I did it because now I, I'm literally too afraid to do any surgery that I don't have to do. So now I look at more non-invasive procedures and there's so many more out there now. We both get hydrofacials. We have had, or I've had Botox and fillers on occasion. I've Um, had fillers, you know. Mm -hmm. Where do do you get filler? In your cheeks? In the jaw area. I guess as yeah. men age, you lose that, that squareness, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah in We've your, also had Sculptra. Yeah. And you also had your neck done. Yeah, my neck done and my lower lids, you know, where you get mm-hmm. puffy bags under your eyes. That looks good. Like, yeah. I look at photos of you from like five or six years ago or 10 years ago, and you look younger now. I mean, not, you know, your diet is better. You do all these amazing, healthy things, but you, you've, you've reversed aged. So are you happy that you did the neck lift and everything? Yeah, I, I am, but I don't see the result like I would have, but you know. Like you I'm, wanted to see? Well, like he told me, I don't, you know, most, most men that go in there, their, their faces, their, they carry their weight in their face. And so I don't, I never have. And so you you don't get the same result as mm-hmm. someone else would would get, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm. Ha- I mean, I just look as good as you can look, you know. And so, why would you not do a few things to? I mean, you got to have enough pride to want to look a certain way. And so, it's not you know. that I think we're trying to look young. It, we want to look the best we can for our age. Yeah. It's yeah, you're good at that, and you're do. good at when you were doing your blog, Fashion Over 60, Dirty Martinis and Skinny Jeans, you would talk about like dressing for your age, but fashionable, because just because you're over 60 or over 70 doesn't mean that you can't, yeah, look the best that you possibly can, Yes, but not trying to look like you're 25. Right. Yeah. Oh, you can't go backwards. Not that we're over here promoting plastic surgery, but I think that when you feel the best in your body, you also act 
you act like your your highest self and your best self and your you feel um, better physically. Well, you feel yes. yeah, and you guys are like rolling on the ground with with Atticus and your other grandkids and you have a lot more energy than I do because you don't have a chronic illness. <laughs> and so it's it's inspiring. I mean, from the inside out, you guys look and feel really good. Well, thank you and thank you for pushing us to yeah. do to do more too. Yeah. Well, my parents like I don't know the name of any cosmetic procedure. I don't wear makeup. I'm wearing makeup right now because there's like a million lights and camera on me over here. And what else? I don't You're know very the name natural. Of designers. Like I'm just now learning. I just recently in the last like two weeks got interested in like, oh, maybe I do want to buy some nicer clothes. But I think it's because we always are a bit the opposite and we rebel from the way that our parents are, even subconsciously. And you guys have so. always been, have all the nicest things and dressed like Jonathan will say, it'll be 8 a.m. and he'll be like, where are you going? You're dressed to the nines, you know, both of you. But Jonathan will say that when I have jeans on and I know because you couldn't look schleppy if you tried. <laughs> and so I just didn't know the name of, you know, a lot of these plastic surgery procedures and stuff. But I think people will be really inspired to hear you guys talking about what you've done. Yeah, and I hope it's so. It's truly inspiring how great you both feel and look. So back to the questions from our audience. This is an amazing one because you said you've been married for about 38 years. Top lessons for a long-lasting, respectful, and love-filled marriage. Do you want to take this or do you want me to? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> You're going to go too. You're not getting out of this one. <laughs> um, compromise, communicate, respect. I would say were my top suggestions. Yeah, oh, definitely. Being a team, I think, is very important, going in the same direction. And we really are a team. After so many years, you do start to just work in tandem and as a team. And it, it's easier and it's more fun and works better. You guys do everything together. Yeah, we do. We're glued well, at the hip. You are. <laughs> She's my best friend. I mean, you. Yeah. That's Aww. so sweet. I think that's the key to a lasting marriage is being best friends because everything else in life ebbs and flows. But if you love being together and spending time together, then you've, you've, got, you've got that under yes. your belt. Yeah. Yes. I think it's huge. Yeah. 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 No, you got to be able to go through the ups and downs of life together you know mm -hmm. i mean and and they bring those ups and downs bring you closer too yeah definitely was there ever a time you guys thought that you wouldn't that you would separate or anything i mean we no. never talked about separating ever but no. we <laughs> there was yeah, times yeah, i first few certainly years thought about it yeah, yeah. i the just didn't verbalize it we're tough because you got married got you're younger married. than him he had three kids and yes. then you were a stepmother Yes, very difficult. And I was not prepared and I was naive about how that was going to be. And it was much, much tougher than I anticipated. So how did you get through this time? Therapy. Yeah, a lot therapy. of therapy. Mm -hmm. you know? Commitment to each other that mm -hmm. we were going to yeah. do it. We were going to make it work. But yeah, we got help together. We got help separately. And we... We got through it. it th those were hard years, though. 
yeah, you can't give up. You mm-hmm. know, I love that. Yeah, you got to go forward. Yeah, that was before I was even in this world. Yep, we were married for six years before we had you. Yeah. And then life really got tough. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you didn't know what tough was. And then you met your match. You met your yes. reflector match. Yes, I did. Because we are two in the same. I think my listeners know this. My dad and I are two in the same. We butt heads. We love each other so much. We are both reflectors. So we're like two mirrors bouncing off of each other at all times and he's aggressive to me and I'm the same exact way back and I have been since I was a kid since you were since I was born yes like I was kind of like don't mess with me I've known you in past lives and you cannot do that (laughs) shit to me I was always cringing because of course I grew up terrified of my father and would never have talked back to him and Jordan would just stand toe-to-toe with him at three years old and yell right back at him, argue right back at him. And I'd think, oh, my God, don't do that. But it it was the best thing. He needed to hear that. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I mean, parents overreact. And being a parent, you can bully your child and they're going to fall in line and all those things. And, you know, it didn't work that way with you. And so it kind of teaches me at the same time and taught me i -hmm. learned a lesson from her Mm -hmm. yeah that's the way to yeah to do it don't let him get away with that and stand right back up. no one is allowed to bully (laughs) me especially you (laughs) i think in the car on the way here we had a little a little tussle about driving well i think every single time we've ever been together (laughs) in the car especially especially in the car I think you've calmed down in some ways, but then, you know, something will happen and I'm like, no, he hasn't calmed down at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's hard when, yeah, for me, I mean, you're, you're talking, you're not paying, in my vision, you're not paying attention, you know, to the road and it's, it's like driving me crazy. And I try to just like, okay. Be calm. As it, don't say anything. But it's very difficult, you know. I know. <laughs> because well, you would do the same thing. I know. You were in the back. Because we're so similar. And people who don't know us very well, they're always like, you're just like your mom. But then they get to know us and they're like, you're nothing like your mom. <laughs> Maybe you guys have similar, what's it called? Demeanor. Not That's not what I'm going Mannerisms. for. Mannerisms. Mannerisms. That's the word. Similar mannerisms. We talk the same. We have the same interests. Same humor. But in every other way, they get to know him and they're like, wait a second, that's (laughs) where Jordan came from. (laughs) It's true. And what was that like? I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's always such a good topic. Like, what was that like for you to have a child, your fourth child, who then was like, not afraid of you? Yeah, no, it was a, it was a challenge. I mean, it was, it was good to see. It was good for me to learn the same time. Yeah. I mean, because I grew up in an era where fear was the best thing. You know, child always feared the parents. So if you told them, you know, don't do that or you can't do that, then they went along with that. Or if you yelled at them, you know, they'd back off. And, you know, where you were totally different, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you had to learn new tactics. I did. Yeah. It, it was a challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were different than my other three children. Yes. 
Well, it's taken me 31 years to attempt to calm you down. I actually think Atticus being in the world is going to calm you down the most because you'll still like scream at me. But with him around, I don't think you would. Um, no, I would Especially as he gets older and he notices everything now. So I did tell you when I was in Sacramento, if you ever scream in front of Atticus, you know, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you would. No, I don't think so yeah. either. No. We would yeah. both kill him. Yeah, we <laughs> both would. I mean, Nana is, you know, she's going to protect Atticus at all costs Absolutely. As well. But yeah, I think I've learned so much since getting older about why we all are the way we are. And it's all perfect. Like we all, this is my belief. You guys know, we all chose each other before we came to this planet. So I chose to have you as my parents, as a soul. And you guys chose this path to be married, to have me, to have your other kids, to have your ex-wife. You know, all of it was written in the stars for you to learn things as a soul on this planet. So we're learning. I have a lot of, I just, yeah, I don't see it the same way I used to. I just see it as exactly the way that it was supposed to be to shape me into the person I was supposed to be. So when it comes to all that, part of that comes to astrology and human design. What have you guys learned about yourselves since I have become obsessed with those two topics? Well, learn why my personality is like it is yeah because i'm fire you're fire (laughs) and what are you i'm a projector in Uh human design Uh uh-huh you're a two four projector a two four projector and what's your element because you're you're triple water oh triple water yeah i i have sorry but i just (laughs) have so much trouble retaining all that Stuff. I know. Well, that's you why haven't I, pounded it into me. Enough. I am a well of knowledge. You yes, can ask you are. Me and I do. I so, ask you repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So mom, you are a cancer sun, cancer rising, Scorpio moon, which is triple water, which is unique. Like to be triple of any one element. You, daddy, you're a triple fire. You're a Leo sun, Aries moon, Aries rising. I know this doesn't mean much to you in this moment, but that's triple fire. You're born in the year of the fire dog. You're just like fire. And when I tell anyone who knows you, he's triple fire. You don't even have to know what that means to be like, yeah, that checks out. (laughs) That's exactly what that is. And then you, it's kind of interesting that you guys found each other because fire and water are so great together. Water puts out the fire. Mm -hmm. You're the calm to his storm. You're endlessly patient. Exactly. Endlessly selfless, nurturing, and you're explosive, but passionate. Fire has so many incredible qualities, driven, passionate, brave, courageous, like a leader would do anything for your family. And water is very flowy and it's a very good combination. Yes. Water is silently strong. Mm -hmm. And it's (laughs) helped me in the position between you two. Yeah. And then I'm air, baby. Just blowing out your fire and winding up your water. (laughs) That's what I'm here to do. So I do, I love all of that so much. I know a lot of people asked about that. So maybe we'll get more into that. Great question from Katerina Lee. What was it like to raise such a sensitive child? But it was kind of going back to what you were just talking about. It was the, the challenge was 
raising you with your father. <laughs> I wasn't raising him, but being married to him and being in the middle uh-huh. of a fiery personality like both of you, but you were also highly sensitive. So I always was trying to mediate and balance that constantly. And yeah, I mean, it definitely had its challenging times. As I learned more about it through you, it then it's like, oh, okay, now it, a lot of it makes more sense to me. And I didn't really understand, like, when you were little, if I put your socks on and you could feel the seam in the sock and you'd freak out, I would want to just think, oh my God, that's ridiculous. You don't feel the seam or I'm brushing your hair and you'd be screaming in pain. And I'd think there's no way that hurts. Overreacting. But yeah. Never. Thought he was, was you real. were being dramatic until I learned later, oh, maybe she wasn't just being dramatic. That really, there are people that really do feel that pain. They really do feel the seams in their socks or the labels in their clothes and I needed to be more understanding of that. Yes. HSP. Sorry, honey. Yeah, thank you. 30-something <laughs> years I later. I remember that. I remember you saying you can't even feel it. And I was like, these people are crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's that. <laughs> oh, my God. My dad, like, rubs his fingers together and it kills me because I have misophonia. Yes, Misophonia. Do you know what misophonia is? You do. Yes, you do. I have it. Dave has it. Oh, What's misophonia? Right, yeah. well, like you're very sensitive to someone that's chewing yes. or, you know, just mannerisms of someone else that's like grating on you. you yeah, know? it literally cuts me to my core. And you guys used to think I was crazy and you'd be like, stop mm-hmm. it, stop it. You don't do that. You don't even care. You don't even hear it. You guys didn't know. When I first heard the word for misophonia, I was like, thank God yeah. I am not alone. I still want to do a misophonia episode and have an expert here and have, yeah, you, you know, should. someone else with misophonia here too. But yeah, that's another way we've always been like, my, <laughs> my dad loves to grate on me. And no, he knows like what, yeah, these little movements. I can't handle. So what was it like for you to raise such a sensitive child? Yeah, I mean, it was like, I just always felt like you were just overreacting and just being, you know, like, there's no way you can hear my fingers rubbing or I'd be driving and doing something with my hands and you'd be grabbing my hand so I couldn't do that. You know? I, still do that. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? You know, like <laughs> I pretend yeah. like I was just holding your hand. Yeah, but really, right. I'm yeah. like, like holding we, it for you. Really life. thought we <laughs> fell for that. He did. Yeah. A lot of times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would just say, look the other way. No, it's a, it's a full, you can, every single sense in your body feels it. It actually hurts my body. That's what it yeah. is to be an HSP. Yeah, it's, it's not easy to raise an HSP. <laughs> it ain't easy to raise an HSP. It's so true. Let's see here. What is, this is from Courtney. What is each of your favorite memory of me as a little girl? Favorite memories of you as a little girl. I guess, I mean, when you were little, before you developed fears, you were like fearless. I mean, I could 
put you in a little car and run you down the hallways of the house and you'd just scream happy and or like when we were even in Mexico and you know we were jumping off that 40 foot cliff and you wanted to do it and I didn't want you to and you were like grinding on me and finally okay do I mean yeah you were fearless in those areas where I think you've kind of lost some of that now a little bit. I know. I'm pretty fearless in a lot of ways, but I don't know what it is. I'm terrified of cars hitting my car. Like not when I'm driving, but when someone else is driving, I've developed some pretty strange phobias like that. But I think I'm still fearless in the sense that I would go skydiving. I would start a business in a very risky way. I think I'm very fearless compared to a lot of people. But I know what you're saying. When I was a kid, it was like there was literally no fear. It was like, put me on a roller coaster that will take me upside down a hundred times and then, you know, do it again. Yeah. I did get that from you. You're like that too. (laughs) You're very adventurous. Yeah. Do you think you developed some of that seemed to come along with your Lyme disease, some of the fears? I think so. Or Because I noticed like, when you first got sick, you had, like, you were, didn't want to climb something. Your oh, balance yeah, I was, was very off. dizzy all yeah, the time. Yeah, and I remember noticing, oh, that's different for you because you I used to climb that. anything. Yeah, yeah. So some of that, and then at, when you become a parent, I think you develop fears that something's going to happen to you and yeah. you have a child depending on you or something's going to happen to the child. God Mm -hmm. forbid. And Mm -hmm. that can develop some phobias and fears. Yeah, that's part of it, too. I remember what you're talking about, because I remember we were on a hike. and I was very, very sick with Lyme. And I was just getting used to the fact I don't even think I knew I had Lyme yet. Yeah. But I suddenly realized one day that I had extreme vertigo, like 100 percent of the time. And we were on a hike and my dad is my photographer, takes most all of my photos, especially when we would always do the the high quality camera for the brands and everything. I don't do that as much these days, but we should get back into it. And I was, yeah, my dad was like, climb that boulder area over yes. there. And I just remember being like, my whole body was shaking. And then I was like, I'm not doing it. I just could envision myself tumbling down because of dizziness. And fatigue. So I think people with Lyme could understand. And hopefully one day I won't feel, I I don't feel that way anymore. But I remember that feeling because, and then I felt weak too. I felt really, really, really weak because I was. And then the fears with the driving and stuff. Yes, because I think with chronic illness, you're just home a lot. And I don't know. I just wasn't in the world in the same way for a long time. But it affects you. It's so long term, you don't notice it. But then when years later, you notice like, wait, I'm very different in, in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get back to that. I'm glad we're having this conversation because I don't want to have those fears. And I'm so much healthier these days in some ways. And don't I want to be more like that. I think the more we can get back to our inner child, the, you know, that's who we came here to be. Because you're going to have a child that wants to climb, wants to jump. He is fearless. Wants to have fun. I know. He's <laughs> 
fun. And yeah, I don't want to have He's all already that. like that. I know. I know. What about you? What's your favorite memory of you? I was trying to think while Dad was talking. It's just more of a general, just looking back when you were little with your little blonde bob and your big blue eyes and you're always happy and cheerful and friendly to everybody and you were fun, I guess. I mean, it sounds like I'm describing Atticus, but you were a lot like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You were just the cutest little thing on earth. And I know that sounds like (laughs) a weird favorite memory, but (laughs) it's just a general looking back at how adorable you were. I think Atticus is a lot. I mean, that, yeah, is a lot like me. Mm -hmm. And I think he's starting to look a lot like me too. And he Mm -hmm. looks like, People say, well, actually, now people are saying he looks like both of you. I get the equal amount of messages saying he looks just like Byron. And then, no, he looks just like your mom, and which I love. And then there's the other half who looks just like Jonathan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then like he Jordan. does look a lot like Jonathan. Yeah, he too. does. Yeah. Definitely yeah. a mix of yeah. so many. Totally. What's the best thing about being grandparents? It's fun. It, it's yeah, a lot of oh, fun. It, it brings playfulness and fun into our lives and so much love it's they're just so dear and so sweet and innocent it's and you get to look at the world through their eyes again and it's Mm -hmm. pretty special yeah i mean it yeah it is very special and my mother always used to say that children keep you young and that's that's true you know yes i've had children since I'm 19, and then you have grandchildren, and now you have Atticus. And so it's like I've lived my life with kids around all Mm -hmm. the time. So, yeah, keeps you young. Yeah, it does. You've never not had kids around young kids because, I mean, I was still young, and then you started having grandkids, and then I was getting older, and then you had more grandkids. There's always (laughs) someone very young around you guys. Always, yeah. Yeah. And it was meant to be that way. Yep. And so what are you guys doing? Like, what's your daily routine like now? People want to know, do your parents work or what do they do? Like, what do you do with your days? Well, <laughs> well depending <laughs> if we're in Sacramento or we're in L.A. When we're yeah. in L.A., or at least when I'm in L.A., my day revolves around helping you. Of course, I do that in Sacramento, too, with the with your brand. I answer your emails. Yes, my mom works for the Balanced Blonde. Yes, I do. And then it's I'm down at your apartment helping with Atticus and playing with Atticus. You're um, on call. I'm on call 24-7 with Jordan, as I have been since she was born. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my soul chose my parents, like I said, and I feel like you guys are literally the parents that are perfect for me in every yes. single way. And I feel so lucky, not to interrupt this question, but so many of my friends, every single, you know, well, not all of them. Okay, a lot of my friends will say, but don't you have issues with your parents or don't you have issues with your mom? Because every mom and daughter has issues. And I'm like, no. I mean, not in that way. Like, I don't think that was part of the karma that we came here to have with each other. Mm -hmm. Because I have friends who are in therapy for decades, like this thing called the mother wound. Have you heard of this? I've heard of it. Yeah, the mother wound. You know, I'm sure we have that too. We're not like 
perfect, but it's just not debilitating on my life in the ways that I see it show up in other people's lives. Yes. And I feel like that just wasn't my karma. My karma was in the health realm and I've had struggles, but because of that, I was given like the perfect parents for me. I maybe have a father wound for sure, but we've also healed that as I've gotten older and you've gotten older. So I feel just very lucky in that way. I think you yeah. you were definitely the right daughter for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm glad to hear that we were the right parents for you, I, yeah. I think. But yeah. I wasn't the daughter you expected. No, I thought you were, I was going to dress you up and curl your hair and... <laughs> You were going to wear what I wanted you to wear. and That we would have martinis together and go yeah, shopping. Yeah. And I like don't drink alcohol. I don't shop. But she's still the daughter that is perfect for me. It's a, it's a compliment to you to grow up with a mother like you've had that was into fashion and the designer and stuff. And then, you know, none of that was ever important to you until maybe now you see a little bit that you like and you move in that direction, but you didn't have to have a fancy car. You didn't have to have designer stuff or clothing. It, it meant that wasn't important, you yeah. know, which, yeah. was, which was, was nice. nice you know, you weren't I mean, obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I, I do like that about myself. I mean, to this day, People will ask questions like people that Jonathan works with and stuff. And they know I've been very successful in my business and that Jonathan's really successful. And they're like, Jordan drives a Honda. Like, doesn't she want like a Range Rover or something? And I'm always like, I love this about myself. And and yes, I want a nice car, you know, hopefully soon. But it's never been at the top of my list. It's like I'm going to drive my Honda for like, you know, probably many more years because I don't care in that same way. And yeah, I love that. You know, that's I a do trait too. that certain people have where I have people in my life who or you know, people that you even just see and meet who they will have like the hottest, newest, most expensive car, but they could struggle to pay for it. You know, and if that's what they want to do, I don't care. I have no judgment whatsoever. It's just that's not what I've chosen to do. Well, if you don't have that ego, it's an ego that people want to be perceived as successful. They drive a fancy car or they live in a big house. That, 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 that doesn't make you successful. You know? No, no. That's a compliment to you guys because of what you've instilled in me. I think it easily could have been. There are people that were probably gunning for me to be like, oh, she's such a spoiled brat. We know this. And I'm not, you know, well, you guys, you guys can vouch for that. You guys can say it rather than me. Because again, no, talking about yourself just sounds dumb when you and, say that. <laughs> and you weren't at all. You were not a spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. And it could have been very easy for you to have been a spoiled brat, but you weren't. Yeah. No. So, okay. What was the original question? It was, oh, what do you do? What do you do with your daily life? Well, you my work? daily life, I, you know. Try to take care of myself, exercise first thing in the morning. And when I'm in Sacramento, I have building projects that I do. And so I'm involved with that. And Flipping houses. Flipping houses and maintaining a warehouse and things like that. Doing your bookwork and paying your bills and just those kinds of things. And then when we're down here, it's, 
whatever you want us to do. Kind yeah. of, you run our day. I do. I do. <laughs> the more we talk, the more I'm like, I did choose right. <laughs> you guys are just very selfless. And I think you're at a stage in your life where you're able to be more selfless and involved and involved with Atticus. And that's the biggest gift. It and really thankfully, is. you guys love being with Atticus and it's very mutually beneficial. Like the love enjoy that he brings into your life and he loves being with you guys and then you help me a lot because I need a lot of help. You do. Don't we all? <laughs> yes. And we've been very fortunate to be <clears throat> at this stage that we're at where we can be down here and have a place near you and, mm-hmm. and still be in Sacramento and be able to go back and forth and Yeah, it's perfect. You know, yeah. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people rooting for you to live here full time, but one day, one, one day, day yeah. yeah, someday. Yeah. Well, you guys deserve to live by the beach because I know that's been a lifelong dream of yours and it's going to happen. I mean, well, you do live by the beach actually 50% of the time, but maybe the next place will be even closer. Oh, closer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be nice. We're waiting for you to move to Malibu. Well, know, so. I mean, can a <laughs> Malibu realtor contact me? I mean, we're <laughs> With looking. With the perfect house. Yeah. And- we're looking. We know exactly what we want. We've been waiting for the market to be, I don't know, more settled. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but I have full trust. I man, I manifest everything. Yes, we know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So we'll we'll do the rapid fires and stuff, and then we'll wrap up. Okay. But before we get into the rapid fires, well, before we get into the rapid fires, what is a book that you would each recommend to the audience that you've learned a lot from? The Soul of Money. Yes, you have single handedly, you know, been like the reason that book is was hard to find for a while because we talked about it on the podcast. What do you love about the Soul of Money? Well, I mean, it it teaches you, which I haven't completely learned yet, but to, we always think we need more than we need. And is and we have a fear when it comes to money of having enough. And so it's, 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 it's a good book. It opens your eyes and it's hard to change your mindset, you know, particularly for me at, 76 years old it's uh, hard to change but it's it, i refer back to it to try to calm my fears and tell myself i have enough and yeah you know it, it's just a good book for people i know it really is and you've underlined so many amazing quotes maybe next time we do this we'll bring it and you'll share some of the quotes that you love because mm-hmm. they're really impactful And I think that book helped you see that the way that I view money and a lot of things in this world, not just money, is, you know, a good way to be because I think you used to think I was crazy for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. You've taught me, yeah, certain things about money and how you look at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I've, 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 I've chased money my whole life, you know. Yeah. And how's that working out for you mentally? Well, it's tough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you could be the most successful person in the world and you wouldn't be content. And that's not the goal right. of no. life. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. yeah. So I feel content. It's like the conversation we had the other day when I said the night doula was, you know, it's super expensive to have someone come help you in the middle of the night with your baby. I've done it a few times. Some people do it every night. 
And you said, yeah, like wealthy people do it every night. And I said, like me, because <laughs> not that I do it every night, but I'm always affirming to the universe, to you, we speak what we want into existence and what we believe. I feel wealthy. I feel abundant. It's not about the number. It's about, I feel so comfortable and fortunate. So why would I speak anything negative? Sir, True. You're right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not about what you have. It's about what you, how you feel about what you have. And then you, you're a big fiction reader. What's a good fiction I book? am, but do you think I can think of one name of one book? We both loved Where the Crawdads Sing. I yeah, mean, that, that was, was having, it's having a big moment because of the movie. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. You've read all the popular fiction books. I have. Colleen I have. Hoover, Taylor Jenkins Reid. I have, but somehow I can never remember the names, especially when you put me on the spot. Okay, like being that. on the spot is hard. I'm going to get to the normal rapid fires now. Who do you look to for inspiration? My daughter. Yeah, I would say my daughter. Wow, you guys are the best. I I you're really glad you. you have this I know, this is why I had them on the podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so honored to hear that. I think, like I said, we're perfect teachers and mirrors for each other, all of us. That's mm -hmm. why we learn so much from each other. What life lesson did you learn the hard way? We've had a couple big yeah. life lessons yeah. in the past few years. For me, yeah. Greed. Mm, at least you know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the lesson. Karmically. What about you? I think my life lessons have come also from you. I've learned just everything, it, it seems like, from you and being your mom and looking at life in a different way than I always looked at it. That there are, there's there's another way to be, another way to live, another way to look at life. And I credit that to you. Thank you. If you could choose three people to be in a room with right now, who would they be? I would choose my parents because it would just be so amazing. They've both been dead for a long time. And it would be so amazing to have them in a room and be able to talk to them at this stage in my life and have them meet my children and grandchildren and just have a conversation with them as an adult now. Yeah. That's only two people. So I'd have to throw somebody like Jennifer Lopez in or yes. something, somebody fun like that. Oh, that would be a dynamic group. <laughs> Your dad and Jennifer Lopez, I feel like they would have a blast. Oh, absolutely. That's so fun. Absolutely. What about you, Daddy? That's a tough one. Warren Buffett, Gandhi, Michael Jordan. Ooh, I oh, I like that. that is an interesting room. I love that. You would learn so much. Yeah, I would just want to sit one-on-one -on -one with Gandhi in there and be like, please. Yeah. Help my father. <laughs> help me. <laughs> Make us help me help him. Peaceful, Yes. <laughs> I love that. Warren Buffett, too. And Michael Jordan. I yeah, mean, that, that's a good one. Huh? Totally. Really good. They both are. What do you wish you spent more time doing five years ago? Learning to relax. Yes. Well, and I'll remind you to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> These days. <laughs> it's a good lesson. I guess I, w I wish I maybe would have started working on my health and being more interested in the health aspects mm -hmm. of my life. Yes. I love but that. Better late than never. Better late than never. 
What's your favorite number and why? I never had a favorite number in my entire life, and of course, until you introduced 201 to me. And now I see it all the time. And Jordan and I send it to each other all day long. All day long. And it's everywhere. And so that's my favorite number. But that is not something I ever noticed or thought about until until you did. Yes. And all of our listeners see it too. So if you guys listening, like if 201 follows you now as well, please comment on Instagram. Tell us because it's my favorite thing to hear. All the screenshots that I get, the addresses, you know, it's amazing. It's everywhere. What about you? I would say seven because I, you know, it just always think of seven eleven when you're Is that like a dice thing? A dice game and seven eleven you win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Lucky number or, seven. And craps are eleven, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. You know all those games so well. Jonathan brought that up last night, the liar's dice thing, and you're like, Yeah, the game. You yeah, but we never play any of those. We're not a big game family. No, we're not. That's bar. That's bar gambling. You know, with the we're boys. Especially not you know. a, that kind. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I did. I did a lot of that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you do it now? Well, I don't hang around with the same crowd where you're sitting in the bar all afternoon. You know, when I was a salesman, and you have your customers and you're shaking dice and you're playing ship captain crew and liars and horse and you know all the different dice game so i love that i mean good memories yeah lots of good memories this will be the final question what's your advice on life to people listening just a tip to be yeah any life tip be grateful for what you do have and that's what you should concentrate on instead of what you don't have yes no that's that's true you know to you know be happy with where you're at, be happy with who you are, not be envious of the others. It's it's so easy to be envious. And so, yeah, that's so good. Oh, another question I thought of that would be really fun. This is the real final question. So Atticus, hopefully he'll listen to this in 20 years when he's an adult, 30 years. What would you say to Atticus when he's listening as an adult? I mean, what I'd say to him now is I hope you always keep that childlike happiness and wonder and sweetness and delight. Yeah, keep that personality that he has now. I mm-hmm. hope he carries that through his whole I life. I have a the feeling happy, he will. That's happy my, child. That is my life goal now, to keep Atticus's, to make his life so that that personality never has to change. Yes. Really. We'll and help you. Thank you. With Jonathan as a father being the most like happy-go-lucky, optimistic guy, and then me, who is quite happy most of the time, I think that's in his DNA. Yes, it is. Especially Jonathan. I mean, he's... Well, I'm very happy. Jonathan is just like a happy-go-lucky dude. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Love you, Jonathan. We love you. And (laughs) we love you listeners. Thank you guys for listening. Everyone has requested my parents back on the podcast since before the relaunch. It's been what I've been begged to do. So I think you guys have more of an impact than you know. And my listeners who are older than me find such inspiration from you guys, plus everyone else. But I mean, I like to, I gear a lot of things toward the people my age. So I love to do episodes like this. Well, it's fun. Yeah. Thank Very. you, guys. Yeah.
We'll Where? be back soon. Oh, hell yeah. Where can everyone find you? Yeah. Well, you can't find my dad. Yeah, I mean, he can't. doesn't even yeah. have a phone. Uh, I like to stay below the radar. Yeah, he doesn't have an email address. You literally can't find him. Yeah. But so. if you see him in public, say hi. Because we, lo- we love it. <laughs> He's a Leo. He loves it. And then you he can would find- say that he doesn't, but he no, does. he loves it. He turns on when the camera turns on. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm dirty martinis and skinny jeans. Yeah, come say hi on Instagram. Absolutely, we love you guys. Thanks love for you. listening, and thank you guys for coming on. Love you. Thank you. Love you so much. Mwah. Mwah. We out. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys.